<laughs> Yo, you I just thought you were about to say something. <laughs> He's like, uh, never mind. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. This is episode 20 of Where a Podcast. Does that sound right? That's, yeah, that feels yeah. good. Yeah, episode 20. We have the whole gang here. I'm your host, Dom. I'm Ro. And I'm Steph. And this is Where a Podcast. Before we get started, stop what you're doing. Go to our IG page. Follow the page. You already know the drill. Send a voice message. Right know now. What's up, yo? Tell a friend. Right now. DM us. And and uh, Steph. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Oh, Follow yes, us. yes. Follow, Follow us, us on, on Spotify. Spotify. Yes. And uh, if you do all those things, I'm telling you, Steph will send you $200. <laughs> the fuck I will. <laughs> 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 I need $200. Um, but damn, it feels good to be back. I got the got the gang here. And uh, it's been a minute, right? Two weeks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been, what, three? I feel like it's three. been longer. Maybe it yeah, might have been three we weeks. we did ours. Yeah. And you did yours. Yeah. And then now we're back. Yeah. And then just a couple hiccups here and there. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, how's everyone doing? Good. I just got back from Friendsgiving. How was that? So, my my thing tonight that I wasn't too sure if I was gonna be able to record was that I Marissa texted me on Friday night and I was like, "Hey, do you have plans Sunday evening at 7 And I was right. like, "No, why?" And she's like, "They're playing all the Thanksgiving Friends episodes <laughs> at AMC." And I was like, "Okay, cool, <laughs> down." So we made plans, <laughs> but it was so sad because I sat down and I was just like, um. I don't think these are all the episodes. And she goes, yeah, it's all the episodes. And I was like, Marissa, there's nine Thanksgiving episodes. There's no way these are all the episodes in two hours. Right. And she's like, no, it's totally fine. Like, there's no commercials. And I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so, but okay. And then it stopped after episode four of season, like the fourth episode of season four of Thanksgiving. And she was like, wait, what the fuck? And she was so sad. She looked like she was going to cry. I was like, bitch, I told you. <laughs> 22 minutes an episode for nine episodes does not come out to two hours. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I'm straight. I, you know, I'm living. Can I say something regarding your guys' episode since I listened to it last yeah. night? Go ahead. So last night I was on the road listening to the episode and I was like, this is the most I have ever heard Rose speak on our podcast (laughs) it is facts yes i was just like oh my god who is this (laughs) it is because you're so quiet and i think mostly because i'm a fucking loud ass bitch no 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 i think uh that was her podcast that's why i named the title rose back definitely your podcast and it was so good she went to la and just got just got the swag back in her you know what i'm saying yeah Yeah. Yeah, it was straight it was so good yeah yeah so um, what what are you about to say? You was about to say something before. Oh no! I just said I was just living, you know, just same day. I mean, a different day, new, same shit. Y'all got some shit. Come on, let's yeah. spill it. You know, you've been busy these last couple weeks, dude. You I've been so busy. Last night was my last concert of the year. Yeah. You've Thank been in t- to like at least four or five concerts in the last three weeks. Yeah. So in the month of November, I went and saw. Young Thug, Young Thug and MGK. Yeah, I saw. Who the fuck else did I see? Brockhampton. Oh, I went and saw Brock. So, let's start. First, I went and see. I went and saw Brockhampton, and then I went and saw um, this band called Augustana. Yeah, and from like the early two thousands that I've always wanted to see, and I never got to see them when yeah. they were like big. And then I went and saw Young Thug and MGK, 
And then I went to see Five Seconds of Summer and the Chainsmokers last night. Oh my God. That was the weirdest experience of my whole life last night. Like I, I, my brain was just fucked after that. Like, first off, so many old people at this concert. <laughs> whoa, whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you, what do you define as old? Yeah. What do you find as old? So you know who the chain smokers are? Yeah. yeah. What age range do you think their demographic would be? I would say, uh, I would say 15 to maybe 30. I would, so, okay. Okay. Like. Almost 75% of that crowd was over the age of 50 years old. Come on. I'm not fucking with you. you Marissa is a testament to this. I would say, I would say for over the age of 45. Okay. So many fucking old people there. So many old people. It was the weirdest thing. And so, like, when the tickets, like, when the tour was announced, everyone was kind of just, like, like, people who follow the Chainsmokers and people who follow Five Seconds of Summer were very much, like, we get why you're doing this tour, but we don't want this tour because they're two very different kind of like groups. Right. And so I'd never been to a Chainsmokers show. I don't really listen to the Chainsmokers that much, but like I know of their music. So I was basically there for five seconds of summer, but I was going to give the Chainsmokers the time of day as well. So paid for the show, went to the show. We were fucking late because as I mentioned, like four or five episodes back, I had a charity run that I had to do yesterday yeah, too. That, like and that shit started at six. The show started at seven. Hour before, yeah. Yeah. So me and Marissa fucking hauled our ass through that fucking charity run. My whole body hurts right now. Like, one, because I literally have not exercised in like the last 24 years of my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was so bad. We, we fucking left the charity run at like 7 f- fucking 15 720 ish and five seconds of summer went on stage at 750 but we still had to go to my house and get changed from the fucking workout clothes that we just ran and got sweaty in and like try and freshen up at most so by the time we got to the concert it was like 820 and they were like halfway through their set <laughs> And so we watched the, s- the second half of their set, and then we watched all of the Chainsmokers. But, oh, my God, it's so weird. I've never been into a concert where, like, the crowd leaves after a certain moment. So, like, Five Seconds of Summer did their set. Chainsmokers came out, performed, like, ten songs, and then they performed their song with Five Seconds of Summer. And then after that song, like, half of the crowd left. Was it, like, a, a big song? Um, Who do you love? It was on the. It's been on the radio for a while. I don't. Know. I have no clue. But um, they probably was like, okay, this is the song I was came, came here for. <laughs> no, it was basically like all the five seconds of summer fans were like, oh, this is the last time we're gonna see them on this stage. So bye bye. Oh shit. So they just fucking left. So me and Rose were like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> but it was crazy. First off, I needed to be on drugs to enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> like just a hundred percent fact i needed to be on drugs to enjoy facetime that. you look like you was on something no i okay. was very much irritated my head hurt so bad yeah. because it was so bass heavy in there yeah. and like we were right in it because we were on the floor but like also half of the crowd by the time you guys had facetime me last night half of the crowd had already left so we like got moved closer <laughs> and so we were right in all that shit it was the weirdest thing, man. Like, it was it was basically a rave. And they had fucking, like, motorcyclists who, like, came in and, like, d- 
did this like wheel cage thing so like they got inside of this cage that's like shaped like a ball and they like fucking just rode inside of it and there was like dancers and then like their drummer played the drums with like sticks that were lit on fire yeah all all i hear is just noise this is when you tell me this i'm just like dude it was fucking crazy it was the weirdest experience of my life yeah i'm getting old facts same but over but the old people that were there were jamming the fuck out. So they probably was the ones that left. They was like, "Oh shit, this about to be yeah, ten o'clock." <laughs> but what's funny? I gotta take like, my medication. <laughs> me and Mar- me and Marissa were talking about it. We're, I was like, "Dude, there's so many older people here." And she goes, "My mom was genuinely upset that I was coming here tonight, and she wasn't." That's interesting. And I was like, "What?" She goes, "As soon as I told her that we were seeing the Chainsmokers, she was like, bitch, I fucking hate you.'" There has to be like a, a song or like an album that really like pulled in that demographic. It has to be. I've only heard like s- like singles from each one of their albums yeah. that like are big, Man. but I've I've never heard an entire Chainsmokers album. Word, 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 word. Anything else with you? How's there, how's life outside of the podcast? Life, uh, you know, it's I gross. just game. It's gross. Yeah. It's gross. Okay. What about y'all dating? Dating sucks. Yeah. Last night when me and Marissa decided that we were going to drive to San Diego like crazies, we drove by this place called Dateland, and I was like, do you think we could find husbands here? <laughs> uh, um, everything with me is going swell. Beautiful energy. <laughs> Lots of love. I just came back from SC, uh, me and Zoe. Shout out my princess. Oh, speaking of which, I heard, listening to the podcast last night. Yeah. Um. So how was your flight? Because that seemed to be a fear of it flying w- with Zoe. She was a. F- she was fucking amazing. Simple, cool, calm. Did not cry one time. Going in, coming back. Dope. Just Dope. chilling. She said she was a lap baby, so she sat on my lap and. Uh, those are the kind of kids I want on my flight. She's amazing. Honestly, as an adult, I would I would want to. Everyone, everyone's commending me. It was like, oh my god, your daughter, like, she's just so calm. Like, she's not even crying. Like, she's not even look look at her. She just looks like she's just enjoying this ride. And like, yeah, that's my baby, dude. I fucking love traveling and I love being on planes. I just hate the aspect of other people. Oh, of course, of so course, like, of course. I would be the toddler crying Coming. if I fucking could. If it was socially acceptable for me, a grown-ass adult, yeah. crying on a plane, I would because I absolutely hate flying with other people. <laughs> no, that's not bad. I, coming back, we were stuck in the middle, so we hated that. But as far as that's going, we were, I think we were on the, we was in the window, and like she kept on trying to open up the the window thing but that's good because then yeah. she actually won't be like afraid of flying no she she's she, yeah she's ama- like i'm telling you she's amazing like she was amazing i love you zo uh, we love you too zo she saw her <laughs> great grandma uh she saw where you know i grew up at and that's probably like the highlight of my year yeah, so far dope. for her to see her grandma her great grandma uh saw she saw her grandma her granddad uh her aunt and uncles and uh We'll definitely be back sometime in the next two or three months mm-hmm. for my mom's birthday. Probably surprise her for her birthday. Uh, when I got back in town, I had a date. Mm-hmm. With How does this date with, go? With this beautiful woman. A whole woman out here, too. Is, uh, it, is it Instacart? Is this a spouse? No, 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 no. She ghosted me. 
but it's all uh, good. Bruh. I don't say she go. She I don't think she goes to me. She just oh well. She never responds to my text message. Sprouts. No. Oh God. And the fucked up part about it, since she did that, or since I actually got her number, I have not been to Sprouts yet. <laughs> Oh my God! You're traumatized. You can't get. I have you, avoided. You can't get your I have avoided. I have avoided sprouts. Be, not because of that reason. It's just because I don't know. I guess psychologically, it's like, damn, I should not go there. Yeah. But anyway, uh, had a date with this uh, beautiful uh, lady. Oh my God! Please tell me it's not the reclining seat girl. No hell no. Thank she God. that's the no. She's been canceled. Canceled. Good. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna talk to y'all about this. This this lady, I, the smile on your face <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, it's just a, a lot of good vibes from her. Um, <laughs> she 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 knows where I'm at. She knows my backstory, and I know her and what she wants, and she knows what I want at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The fact that we have an understanding, it's like the sky's the limit. So I'm looking okay. forward to it. I'm definitely gonna keep y'all posted. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about some some things off air. Uh, I'm not gonna incriminate myself. <laughs> but uh overall uh i'm looking forward to spending more time with her mm-hmm. and this morning <coughs> she invited me as her plus one to a wedding oh that's oh fucking a lot <laughs> that is a lot that's so much why y'all think that uh, because you gotta it's dress been up one it's been like two weeks since we last spoke like the three of us but my tenders my tender has been dry as fuck Okay, but it's been two weeks since. And I haven't got no love in South Carolina when I was on Tinder too. I was like, damn, my hometown. (laughs) (laughs) It's been two weeks since two to three weeks. No matches. It's been two to three weeks since the last time we all sat down and talked, and you're now being invited as a plus one. When is this wedding? It's in December. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's I last date I had was still a lot. The last date I had was like two or three weeks ago. Because you don't know anybody at this wedding. That's the beautiful part. I'm gonna be fly. And I'm gonna be. They're gonna be like, "Who's that guy?" <laughs> nah, 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 nah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what a beautiful chocolate bag. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, I definitely keep y'all posted. Um, I feel like I got some some other shit I got to talk to y'all about, but that'd be the next episode. I don't know, man. I'm just in a weird space. Really? Yeah. R- why? I feel like I've never really been the kind of person who holds on to anger very much. Like, I'm just kind of like a, eh, whatever. But, like, over the last couple of weeks, just so much has happened that I've just, like, I think I've hit the level where it's retaining and it's sticking around for too long. It's like everything's annoying me now. You know why? Yeah. Why? Because all that shit that we talked about. No, it's just because, like you said in the beginning, you was like, oh, whatever. Now it's sticking. It's sticking because one, it's something that I can't really do anything about without like shifting my whole life, you know? Yeah. But like I had a conversation with Marissa the other day. I, I got really frustrated and I <laughs> I had a sad girl moment in my car <laughs> as I went to go pick up some chicken nuggets. <laughs> I cried and I called Marissa and I was just like, I don't know what to do. I'm just like in this place and i'm fucking done with it and like i feel like i'm settling for my future in a sense because like a lot's going on with like getting started with school i also i'm moving in february so like 
and then I start school less than a month after that. So it's just so much is changing so quickly and like it all has to do with finances. So like having money struggles is not the business. <laughs> it's not, but it's more than those things where it will not keep you down forever. Yeah. All of this shit that we go through in life is only temporary. What makes it linger and what makes it stretch or grow into this depressing fucking situation is like when we continuously focus on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just got to just let it be. Mm-hmm. Shit that's out of your hands, you just can't control. Yeah. So and I then, go. Like, I don't know. I just like talking with her. I just kind of came to the conclusion that like, I feel like for the last couple of times that we've talked about like me going to school and stuff, I've talked about like my ideal way of dealing with it is once school is over and I go for my internship, I would just transfer my job to Chicago. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to go to Chicago, but it just seems like the easiest thing to do so that I have a job when I get there and I don't have to worry about it. But then it's like, I've been looking more into like the internships that I could do, the places that I could end up regarding these internships. And it's just like, with everything that's going on personally within like the work structure, and then like the future i i don't want to put myself in a place where i settled and went to chicago just because it was the easy way out yeah and i'd rather just if i go to new york or if i go to atlanta or if i go to los angeles if i go there and i struggle at least i struggled doing something that i actually wanted rather than succeeding in a place where i didn't want to be facts well that's your answer right there yeah just don't go to chicago or don't settle for that easy route yeah you definitely got to put in the time and go through this 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 thunderstorm Mm -hmm. yeah you got it you have to i mean because if it's meant then it'll all work out. facts facts and then you can look back and be like man look at me now i'm stunting on these holes (laughs) you know what i'm saying facts (laughs) so yeah and then like i don't know just that conversation that we had the other day regarding that person and the shitty thing that they did, like that has further escalated to me no longer feeling safe in my own home. Yeah. So that's fucking fantastic. Well, I can tell you this, that person's lucky where we're we're recording this at because (laughs) I would be saying some things right now. Facts. I don't even know what's going on. We'll talk about it out there, but, but let's get started. Um, we was not planning to have this podcast with you, uh, record this episode with you. Yeah, because I didn't know what, what time I was going to We actually planned it ourselves. We are planned it ourselves. That's fine, y'all. Honestly, like, if I didn't have to think about a topic today, I'm kind of happy about that because I have such a bad headache. <laughs> okay. Um, before we get started with these topics, holidays is coming up. Uh, I'm doing absolutely nothing for either holiday. Uh, Black My Friday? My will be here, but mm-hmm. are y'all doing I Black Friday? Work. Nope. Damn. Nothing to share for y'all? Mm-hmm. Nah. I mean, my family will be here from Michigan, but I'm really not excited about that. So why? Family sucks. Yeah, I think family sucks when they invite, invade your your circle, your like your your house or like your comfortability at home. Like, yeah. But that, but not only that, and you got to entertain like, motherfuckers. Like, yeah. But like, even like knowing like Ro and her dealing yeah. with her family, like they don't even have to be near her. <laughs> and like, same. <laughs> my family don't even have to be near me. Like. And I'm just over it. Yeah. Where? Where? Just just one text message, and I'm like, oh god. I don't plan on doing anything for for this holiday. No. Uh, I plan on getting some plants from IKEA, and uh, some pictures to hang on the wall, decorate my apartment. 
Yeah. No TV? Yes, no TV. I'm not doing any, no buying no TV. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, you buy a picture of a TV, a TV and put it I up on your confirmed wall. Confirmed it. I'm not buying a TV. I think you should. I Why? think you should buy a TV because your daughter's gonna be forever bored. Don't I, don't bring Zola into this. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Don't bring Zola. Zola, if you Zola got an to iPad. This, Zola got an iPad though. If you li- if you get on that stick. iPad, Zola. <laughs> Whoa, Zola is not. Zola having her own Fire Stick is bananas. Zola, if you get on that iPad and you subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you will hear that we tried to get you a TV, but your dad said no. No, I, no, I can't do. I don't know. I don't know. And maybe. Because I really don't like my apartment. Mm. I like it because it's affordable and it's quiet. But I want a different apartment or a different layout. Yeah. I feel that. Moving into a house. Really? Yeah. Congrats. Um, Okay. It's not like, it's (gasps) not for me personally. It's for my mom. Because like I leave 11 months after we move in yeah and she's signing like a lease for like two or three years so that way she has like rent control and she doesn't have to worry about That's like smart. having to move so it's basically where it is that she wants to go but yeah you know holidays suck man holiday season all right let's get started bro what you got for me i'll what start got off for us? with my donkey of the day Ooh. <coughs> we got to come up with a name because breakfast club got donkey of the day yeah yeah we definitely got Jackass of the day? I don't know. Nah. We'll, we'll come, come up, up a name. We'll come up a name. <laughs> Pending. Pending. Well, uh, Florida man tries to electrocute his pregnant wife by rigging a car battery to the front door. So, uh, <laughs> what the read fuck? the story, please. <laughs> a Florida man allegedly uh, connected his front door in, to a car battery charger in a plot to electrocute his pregnant wife. Michael Wilson from Palm Coast is accused of trying to kill his wife by connecting wiring to the lock and handle of his front door. Uh, The Daytona Beach News Journal said uh, in a court citing documents. Now, his intention was for her to enter the key into the locking, complete the circuit. Um, But the funny thing is he warned his wife, who was in Knoxville, Tennessee at the time, that when she gets home, not to let her child touch the door. So <laughs> her stepfather <laughs> got suspicious of that, and he examined the house and discovered the rigging. What, what was his reason, though? <laughs> was he trying to get a divorce and just didn't want to pay out? Like, <laughs> oh, that's it. People kill for that, bro. <laughs> so you'd rather you know lose many- your life. And lose someone Sorry, else's life table. because you don't want to get a divorce or you don't want this person how to leave you. How many times? How many times? That's like 95% of forensic files, the first 48, <laughs> fucking every murder. <laughs> yeah, but, they, but their ass is sitting in prison. Yeah. Instead of signing a paper or just because leaving some, this some person. Some people think they're the smart ones that can get away with it. Why would you tell her not to let nobody else touch the door? Yeah. Dumbass. <laughs> Did he go to jail? Jackass. Hell yeah, he went to jail. Deserved. That's people's <laughs> fucking dumb. His bond is uh, what did it say? One hundred fifty thousand dollars. Electric. <laughs> well, he's only gonna pay ten ten percent if he goes through a bail bombing, yeah. which is fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Yeah. That's all just crazy, man. No, no, it's fifteen thousand. If you're right? so unhappy yeah, in the relationship 000. that you are in, just get out of it. Well, 
and don't get married to people if you aren't sure you're gonna last for the rest of your life like don't commit in that way if you already think like bro i'm gonna have to kill this bitch so i don't have to pay her like <laughs> now you got a fifteen thousand dollar bond mm. you know what i'm saying and 150 000, yeah 10 percent of 150 000 is oh. 15, and everybody's 000. gonna yeah. want to know why you were sent to jail oh and the fucked up part about it his dad's probably gonna be on child support oh. yeah so he's exact <laughs> dummy also <laughs> not only that but isn't it in a restraining order you isn't cannot it be around this individual isn't it considered attempted murder of two two bodies two, pe- two people yeah because the fact she's she pregnant. is pregnant so wow and then on top of that your kid is gonna know once they're out in the universe and they're gonna fucking hate you <laughs> the the sheriff said it was the most bizarre case of domestic violence he'd ever seen in his career. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> well, like you said, know who you're dating. Know who you're going to marry. For real. That person is a psycho. And just don't commit <laughs> if you're not willing to put up with the future of it, bro. Like Check your door handles. <laughs> these men these men out here That's trying to like. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, not men. Not men. Check your door not, handles. No, not men. A man. <laughs> not men. Don't pop me in that shit. <laughs> um, so y'all heard about the whole cyber truck. With Tesla, Tesla, I with I've it. seen it. Yeah, I fuck with it. I want it. It was funny that he threw that baseball through there and it <laughs> cracked. It no, right. no, it, it was funny the first time. It was stupid as fuck the second time. It said like, cr- oh, it broke. Let's try it, it again. It, it said it cracked twice. Yeah, yeah it did. It said it cracked so twice. It cracked, he threw it once, and they both looked at each other like that wasn't supposed to fucking happen. Yeah. And then he was like, "Should I just try the second one?" And Elon was like, "Yeah, my dude." And then he fucking <laughs> threw it, and it went through. Well, I'm based on the success. I mean the failure of that presentation. <laughs> uh, they said that pre-orders were set at uh, was at a one hundred and eighty-seven thousand times within three days. People, oh my yeah, God. I want it because it's like forty-six thousand. That shit doesn't even look attractive. It doesn't. It doesn't, and that's the cool shit about it, bro. If I see it anybody so pulling dope. in this parking lot with that shit, with a fake ass Hummer truck, yeah, it just doesn't <laughs> look good. It looks so dope. <laughs> Why? I to please explain it, to us bro. why it looks because it's so unattractive. <laughs> it <laughs> no, looks like I something see, that failed the Jetsons. Like it's fucking <laughs> crazy, but like to me, it looks literally like out of the end of the fucking world. No, nah, it looks like, like a second it, grade design that truck. It looks like it's out of the end Facts. of the world. Like that's some shit that like you had to make shift to like survive the apocalypse. It looks dope <laughs> as fuck. Listen, just, the windows already don't work. Can we start there? But. Is, that's just the prototype. <laughs> the only thing I don't fuck there. with is the wheel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because the wheel is like shaped like an iPad. This looks attractive. Like the driving wheel of it is like shaped like an iPad, basically. And I don't. Nah, man, it, it looked like something out of Tron, if you ask me. That's and that shit's fucking dope. <laughs> but you know what car we need to make? Like we really, really, really need to make and have accessible to all. Is that fucking Audi that uh, Will Smith drove in uh, iRobot? Yeah. That shit was dope. That was clean. Well, the good thing is uh, production of this vehicle probably will begin in late, uh, late 2022. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They have time. And then it will begin. The price will be set at 69K. Yeah. So I think that's like the full model, right? Yeah. 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 So I think it's definitely going to... A lot of people are going to take advantage, and that's a re- tech, it's a really affordable car. If yeah. you're it's able a to, truck, yeah. it seats six, yeah, and like the back of it is dope, like because it 
the door opens. So, like, one, you have contained goods if you need to have contained goods. But the top of that, like, it's just it just looks dope. It looks so cool. I feel like Tesla, like, they, they staged that whole shit, just, just in my opinion. They knew. They, they threw that shit knowing it was going to break because it was going to create this whole entire buzz. Us talking about it like we're doing now and jack up the pre-orders. Any publicity is good publicity. Talk about it. I just fuck with it. I just <coughs> like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I... Let me just stick to my Buicks. I love Buicks, and I'm good on a Tesla. I've wanted a Tesla <laughs> for a long ass time, so I want a Tesla too. Just yeah. a Model X, though. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Model X is dope. So, what you got? For, what you got next? Okay, so let's talk about Judge Joe Brown. Oh my God, Judge Joe Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so Judge Joe Brown was asked if he had a problem with Harriet Tubman being memorialized oh. and put on a $20 bill. Oh, I, I got the next. And he it says gonna happen. Like, and how, I how quote that promise to us? This is a direct quote from Judge Joe Brown. He stated Yes, I have a very big problem if it's on a bill before a black man. I have a big problem. Historically, the status of an ethnic group is determined by its men. And to put a black woman on a bill before a black man is disrespectful to the black race. Because that is saying our men ain't worth a damn. If you don't get that bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is he talking about? What the hell is he talking about? That is the most ignorant shit I ever heard in my life. He goofy. Yeah, he goofy out here. Goofy as fuck. Matter of fact, that's the new segment. Goofy, goofy ass motherfuckers mm-hmm. man yeah that is the most ignorant shit i ever heard in my life that's just you, you ain't <laughs> nothing without a woman joe brown i'm gonna ask him a question and uh shout out uh nat turner i'm not talking about him but if, do your google searches on Nat turner but harriet tubman is a real motherfucker facts yeah. and he probably she probably would have shot the shit out that man exactly <laughs> <laughs> he was probably gonna be that type to be like, "Oh no, Harriet!" And she was gonna shoot don't the shit go out of that. The, don't go. Massa said no. Massa Ma- said no. No. You been Tubman? Man, fix your upper lip, Judge Joe Brown. <laughs> <laughs> ignorant oh, ass. So ignorant stupid. ass wrote. <laughs> why do people? Why? Okay, I'm going to speak for the men because there are Talk some. About it. There's some dumb motherfuckers out here table. still. Why? Men are continuously just spewing out garbage that is fucking. These men actually believe these things, like you know, and it is sad. Yeah, I think it comes from that old timey mindset. Mindset, yeah. you know. Uh, as forward, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Am, as forward right? thinking yeah. as millennials are, they just cannot grasp that. You know, they're stuck in their ways, and, and that's just what it is. But I won't let you know, Judge Joe Brown, you sound ignorant as fuck, and that's why your TV show ain't on TV no more. Listen, you Judge Joe Brown's wife, if uh, you're hearing this right now, please run. Let us know if you need help. Yes, yes, Dominique will come save you. This is facts. Yes, Dominique will come save you. And it's just you can stay with Ro and, or Steph. <laughs> um, <laughs> my dog has to approve of that first. <laughs> um, no, which one? I that's just fucking wild. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which one? Yesterday I was watching a video and it was like um, adults react to the OK Boomer yeah thing and like there was a radio host who had uh, basically said that the OK Boomer f- like phrase is as 
negative as using the N-word. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Fact. Fact. <laughs> Fact. On top of that, it's just like if you're if you're so like offended by the OK Boomer thing, but you can't even like write out the N-word or say the N-word because it's so offensive. Obviously, there's one that's more offensive than the other right then and there. Yeah. If you can say one and not the other, like, but it's just that that whole thing is just like we're it's so cliche and whatever to say like we're in 2019 but we are bro we're in 2019 we we shouldn't have 95 percent of the bullshit that we're going through right now yeah and it's because people are so close-minded close-minded open your damn mind and maybe you wouldn't be so mad all the damn time because he sounded mad as hell when he Ask the question. Yeah, he sound tense than a motherfucker. I don't he know. more than likely he's in that generation. He's in that generation, <laughs> but he's also probably feeling some type of way regarding like the women in his life having too much freedom or whatever. Listen, too much impact on him. Nah. Ignorant as hell. Because I feel like that's where that kind of, kind of bullshit comes from. Like, obviously, we have a certain president who says whatever the fuck he wants, and there was a shift within that presidential election that basically gave more people the openness to be who they are. Who they yeah. are. Yeah. 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 So I, that's the one good thing about Donald Trump. Yeah. I would say that is a good thing because uh, personally, I would like to know if you hate my oh, guts. Facts. Talk about it. You know it. what I mean? And I, and I feel like not that this would ever happen, but I feel like if Donald Trump was going to put us all back on the ship back to Africa, he going to let us know, listen, I'm sending all you blackies back to Africa. And yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. Y'all got to get up out of here. That, and I had this talk in South Carolina, you know, with my with my grandma. You know, I told her that people had this idea when Barack Obama was in office for the eight years he was in that racism was over. No. That we have a black president. And it was Hell just no. blanketed, bro. <laughs> it was just blanketed. But once Trump rode his ass... Everybody in that, in that like, chair. Uh-uh. He said, "You black, you suck." Yes, <laughs> Mexicans do that wall. Yeah, you know like, shit like if that. If you anything other than Caucasian, <laughs> yes, you are n- not as inferior. You are inferior. So to only them. so it just showed that racism is still here. Yeah, and it's not going anywhere. You I, know, I feel like maybe I think the the common misconception with it is that, like I said, racism racism was blanketed th- through those eight years. Yeah. But then, like as a person who grew from being a child into an adult within those eight years yeah. i i remember like the very first time and it like it sticks with me to this very day the very first time i witnessed racism within my own like space yeah my mom and i lived in an apartment complex and we lived on the bottom floor uh above one of my brother's friends's family right and uh this the woman the mom who lived above us i don't remember her name but she used to have this dog that she would just literally just open her apartment door and let her dog run downstairs to our area and shit by our doorstep all the fucking time and she would never clean it up and my mom one day watched her come home from work and so she stopped her before she went up the stairs and she was like hey i i just want to let you know like i i don't appreciate this like pick up after your dog like this is a community of multiple people and you just let your dog shit wherever like so i've watched so many people step on your dog's shit he shits on my front door like this is it's not okay you I just would, have to be out of respect like clean up after your dog I been a nasty motherfucker because i would so, grab some gloves grab that shit and smeared it all on her door okay you jumped the ship you jumped the ship because <laughs> she got in my mom's face and she called my mom a 
dirty fucking Mexican. And she told her to go back to Mexico. And my mom was like, I was born here, bitch, but okay. <laughs> so Yeah, pay for the ticket, so motherfucker. Right after right after that whole <laughs> right after that whole thing happened, she fucking sent her dog downstairs to go to the bathroom and he shit in front of our door. So my mom picked that shit up. Mm-hmm. She kept it overnight and in the middle of the night the, uh, she went out to her car. One. She went out to her car and she put it on her windshield wipers mm-hmm. and then she put it under her door handle. So the next morning when she went out to her car, she went to go open her door and yeah. she had those long ass fucking like French tip nails and she got it all under her fingers. And my mom just came outside and she goes, hmm, how'd that end up there? Mm. Weird. Weird. It was just on my doorstep and it ended up there. To, me, <laughs> to me, that shows, to me, her her body language or her actions, to me, she's lazy. Yeah. Fact. Both Walk your fucking dog. Right. Fact. And you sound ignorant as hell. Just because you see someone that's opposite color of you doesn't mean this person is from a different country. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Or have ever been to that Mama country, was born in Montana, ho. So uh, <laughs> that person is a goofy ass motherfucker. To this day, my brother's still friends with her daughter, but yeah. Oh, I was going to say something messy. <laughs> I, I'm, I say that for all fear but yeah, that kind of shit is just <laughs> i don't know it, it i think it definitely comes with older people obviously we can't discount that that is within our own generation because it's been trickled down I mean, yeah. it's been trickled down but it's a learned behavior yeah but the beautiful thing is shout out technology because all these ignorant people in our age group and our generation and the generation after us uh they are getting exposed yeah mm-hmm. we know where you work at we know where you live at Facts. we know car you drive so you go on with that bullshit if you want talking about oh, inner in in word this or Mexican this like try like you we've you just can't reached, hide you yeah, can't hide we've anymore. reached a point no. where anonymity is not a thing fact no, you right. know thirty forty years ago I, I could have beat the shit out of both of you and nobody would have ever known difference right, right. within my group but then all of a sudden we're here in twenty nineteen and if I say or do anything look at you wrong like I know where you work. Yeah, I know where you sleep at night, like you know, and it is it is frightening, but at the same time, it needs to be. It needs to be. It absolutely needs to be. It it, it just checks and balances out here. Mm-hmm. Facts. Um, you know, you talked about Judge Joe Brown ignorant as comment. Uh, news came out that a uh, movie director or movie person in the the film industry yeah. suggested Julia Roberts play Harry. Harry Tubman. Tubman. <laughs> Now we gonna, we gonna let that comment breathe for a minute. <laughs> Julia Roberts played she's Tubman. He should she suggested this, and then when people asked him why did he say that, he said, "Well, at that time, people would not have noticed or made the a big fuck deal." Do of you it. mean? <laughs> well, on one hand, if I could play devil's advocate, <clears throat> Julia Roberts is a good actress. Facts. Oh, and and wait a minute! I will always support that woman. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. Julia Roberts. We talk, we talk shit yeah. <laughs> about everybody complaining about Ariel being black. Yeah. Yeah. But Robert Downey Jr. was a white man playing a black man. Disguises. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> if she beat everybody else out, and it was fair, yes, then maybe why the fuck Julia is she going Roberts? for that role anyway? Because she wanted she wanted to let everybody know that I don't know. Because <laughs> she adopted some black kids my, and she is now into history. My my thing is, you have a white woman going back in a time of slavery to playing play a slave. A slave. 
I don't think it's, she could ever tap into the emotion of what that no. feels like. <laughs> Who's going to be her coach? A black person? Yes, exactly. Viola Davis. <laughs> Viola, if you take that job. <laughs> Viola Davis is the only person who could play a slave that like could make you really feel like you watching it go down yeah. firsthand. And the way she cries, she like cries uh, from her nose. Oh, my God. It's so true. Yes. It's but it's so true. true. Robert Downey was the dude disguised as the, the other dude, dude playing play the, the other dude. dude. I'm not gonna lie, that's that's the only pass. I, that, any and because it get, makes sense, you know what I'm saying? We gotta be real. He played the fuck out of it. Not only that, but it made sense for what the character and it was. It was a movie within a movie. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. You know, so it's not like based on a true story. Yeah. Harriet Tubman freed all the slaves, <laughs> and next you know Julie Roberts' head pop up, and it's like. <laughs> Was they gonna blackface her or see that's the how thing? How was that gonna Facts. go? Because I that's swear, I if they just know. gave her like a little tan and it was still, <laughs> you still see, see she, the whiteness. It's she like, would have had to play a house, a house, a house slave. No, she would because they was light skin. But she would have to play. That's what I'm saying. But she was going for Harry Tubman, so Harry Tubman was in the, in a field. Exactly, get her was, hands dirty. That's that lets you know that that director knew nothing about slaves. Also, have you ever seen Julia Roberts like over the? The weight of like 110 pounds even the like dialect, it would look so weird yeah, it's just it's just like okay listen light skin bright complected african-americans were able to be inside the household the right. fact that harriet Tubman was outside that is because she's of a darker complexion so my whole thing is all right julia roberts harriet tubman y'all gotta have her playing outside because that's just what it was at the time so are we going to paint her face black and blackface her or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you would have had to switch up Harriet's role all the way. Oh, yeah. And even the dialect of slaves, like the way they talked, mm-hmm. the comments, the way slaves talked, you could imagine Julia Roberts <laughs> talking about master. Master. All, like, master. I just don't see it. That's a cringe ass <laughs> movie. I don't, to me, uh, let's get this out since we're talking me. about like slave. I do not like slave movies. I don't I, think Julia Roberts would have been just stupid enough to do 12 it. Years of Slave was a good movie. I've I never don't seen it. care what it is. I just don't like slave movies because I feel like it's like an easy, oh, a, a go after Grant, uh, Oscar movie type shit. You know, it's like it, an it easy, is. it's an easy thing to grab. And it's not like these people are talking about like educating the people. These motherfuckers just trying to win a, a fucking Oscar for these movies. I it, just, for me, like, Except for Django. Django was amazing. The thing is about Harriet, though, is that it is written and directed by the same woman that wrote Eve's Bayou, I believe, yes, which yes, is a yes. black lady. Yes. So I respect that, but I bet you she didn't probably pick up this story or she didn't. Uh, she was not in that meeting when they suggested that. Right. I don't believe that. I think this person, they probably had this script. They were sitting around like, who can we have Harriet? To, uh, who can we have played? Harriet I think Tubman? also because like Jennifer I'm Anderson. pretty sure that conversation Jennifer happened Lopez. like nine years ago as well. Because if I remember Cheryl correctly, uh, Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl Mail Street, Mail Street. You said yeah. Cheryl. Yeah. How dare you, Mail Street? Cheryl. <laughs> oh yeah. shit. So, no, I feel like th- I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, because I did read that whole article when it first came out. I think that conversation happened like nine or ten years ago, too. So I think they were going based off of w- what was popular at the time as well. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is like. But I don't think Julia Roberts would have been dumb enough to do it. If she was trying to get an Oscar. She's not. She's not Scarlett Johansson. Listen. Come on. I love Julia Roberts. <laughs> Come on. We've seen worse. I love Julia worse. Roberts. Yeah. Don't even get me wrong. I, that's one of my favorite actresses. Yeah. 
But if she would have black faced and did Harriet Tubman, I would have had to cancel her. <laughs> but there's so many people like again, Scarlett Johansson is one of those people who don't have no race apparently. Yeah, because <laughs> she just be, she just be doing a bunch of shit. Yeah, she was Asian. ghost in a shell. That's an entire ant like Asian. Asian. Yeah. yeah. Did Tom Cruise ain't he played a? I forgot what movie. It was like early 2000s, but they made a roar about that shit. It was like an Asian kung fu movie. And um, yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. And then like they uh they had cast that one dude from Deadpool, the dude who played Ajax in Deadpool. They had cast him to play the Asian dude in uh Hellboy, the new re- the new Hellboy remake, and people got pissed, so they fucking fired his ass oh, and even, got an Asian uh, man. I'm not going to lie, even on Black People's in uh Death Note, they played they had uh Lakeith Stanfield. Uh, mm-hmm. He was in Atlanta. He played like the main the one of the main characters. Or Lakeith Stanfield is the ignorant dude that played in uh he was in um uh, Get out too, right? Yes. No, he was. Yeah, he was. A, he had a role in it. He was the dude that got took him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the beginning of the movie, right, right. He's very ignorant as well. I heard some ignorant comments he just made recently about black people. He's ignorant. Oh yeah. Well, I feel like in general, overall, Hollywood needs to. If, we have if, to talk if about that. If your character has an ethnicity, if it's based on a living human being who had a life and is a black person is an asian person is a white person is a mexican person is whatever cast them properly so let me just say this i don't know it's like that's like that's like them casting you know what i'm saying somebody like who looks hispanic like like give me a like lala or somebody to play to play Selena. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just like, bro. It makes no sense. Did, where did you think that up at? Yeah. I even was pissed off they used Jennifer Lopez because she Mexican. I mean, because she Puerto Rican and not Mexican and Facts. Selena was Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I feel like if you're <laughs> able to tap in with the culture or the ethnicity uh, of this fucking race or whoever, like I feel like you got to pick that right the right race mm-hmm. correct you have so you you tap they it the into only the ones history that know what they struggle yeah. was could you imagine <laughs> on, i mean exactly. selena was amazing it was a classic and she played she played it well but she was a puerto rican she don't know what it's like growing up in mexico i felt like they could have picked somebody else like to that knows like the real story mm-hmm. behind selena and everything right you know yeah so i agree i don't know yeah i feel like it if it's a character based on a tr- on a person yeah you can't it just, it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. If it's a character based on a specific culture or ethnicity, like like Ghost in a Shell, for instance, it's yeah. not a true story, but it is a story based around the Asian community. Right. So the main character should not be played by a white woman. Like right. that's just facts. There was a lot of Asian people in that movie, though. If I might add. Yeah, but yeah, it's but know. to to be honest, it's like it's a business to them, you know. It is. If they get the right star, you know, they yeah. believe they, that it's they going think to the movie is right. Going to take the movie. You and know what I'm to me, it's like they I've, at this point right now, I believe these fucking these these production companies are doing shit on purpose to troll us so they can jack up their prices in the yeah, box office. Probably. You know, so you never know. Everything is business to people. You know. Hell yeah. Could you? Because that movie, if they were to move forward with Jennifer, uh, well not Jennifer, uh. 
What's her name? Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Don't ever disrespect her that way. I'm sorry. She said, what's her name? She <laughs> is, yeah, what's she her name? She is the prettiest of women. <laughs> she is Aaron Brockovich. Facts. Anyway, uh, if Julia Roberts moved forward with this movie, this movie probably would have sold big numbers. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but Because people would have been talking shit. But they still would have watched it. People mm-hmm. would have protested. People would have boycotted it. It would have been this whole major thing. And it probably would have won an Oscar. Or some shit like that. Be- best makeup <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hate y'all so Harriet much. Tubman. You know the crew <laughs> from Harriet Tubman. Best makeup. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Who would you cast as Harriet Tubman though? If you had your own choice of it. I always felt like. Um, old girl from. Um, Orange is New Black. Who? Daniel? No. The. the I don't I won't like calling people crazy. But the one. Crazy um, Eyes? Yeah, crazy eyes. Think so? Yeah. That'd be straight. Yeah. Because she's a really good actress. I've seen her play in other movies. And she's what is but her like, name? But like Steph said, like a Viola Davis. Or, or Octavia Spencer. Yeah. Octavia Spencer, that's a really good one. Octavia Spencer played Harriet Tubman on Drunk History. <laughs> okay. You know, somebody, even someone new. You know, yeah. I think the new person that, that's playing Harriet Tubman, she's pretty new. Yeah. So something like that, mm-hmm. you know, but... Again, for me, on my stance with just slavery movies, it's just like, because I'm not going to lie, they're not making movies about, you know, the genocide with Hitler and stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So it's just like, I don't know why they continuously keep on making these movies about. Can make money I feel like the there is narrative. there is movies regarding the Holocaust. It's just done in a way that's not like. There's no way to sugarcoat the Holocaust. Yeah. Yeah. Or slavery. Or slavery. So like. For example, like one of the movies. Quentin Tarantino movie. Uh, which one? The newest one? No, the one they it 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 wasn't about the Holocaust, but it was about actually killing. Uh, oh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, Hitler in the movie theater. Yeah, you know. And then like uh, the boy in the striped pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's like a new book called uh, the Tattoo Artist of Auschwitz. Yeah. But I'm I, all. I think. I'm not exactly sure, but it's regarding like the tattoo artist who like would do the numbers on people's arms. I haven't read the book, but I think it's gonna become a movie. Yeah, but I but we always get like slavery movies every two years or yeah. something yeah. like that. You know, it's just. But that you you blame Lee Daniels for that. <laughs> yeah, what was that? It's uh, not help? only it's not only like slavery movies either too. It's just like regarding like just. The black struggle, quote unquote, like yeah. you know, we seen roots. We got enough. Yeah, we we seen roots. We've, I mean, because it's etched in edu- edu- education in the United States yeah. that we our story started out when we uh, landed or the ship landed in fucking uh, Virginia, Charlestown of Virginia. Yeah. So it's like, but it's like even modern modern day, like you're getting movies like uh, what's that fucking one movie? Um the hate you give like it's you're getting these movies regarding like the systemic oppression of black people just modernized and it's just like it's taking advantage of the situation by trying to bring light to the situation right so right like i feel like there are movies that are much needed like uh when they see us uh, that movie about Mm -hmm. the central park central park five we need movies like that you know because a lot of people including Donald Trump, whack-ass. Like, they believe that these individuals uh, assaulted and raped this woman, Yeah, you know? He took out a whole fucking, like, a- front ad, page yeah, ad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we need the truth on that. But when it comes to slavery, everybody know what happened, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So 
it's whether or not you want to believe it and act upon it right 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 fact so uh yeah people are so crazy <laughs> no this world is fucking crazy fucking know, man. everybody crazy that's what it is just everyone's it's crazy. wild what you got bro um, I wanted to lastly talk about the Change for Change iHeartRadio event. Oh. Uh, where iHeartRadio takes a charity and they actually uh get, you know, pretty famous celebrities to donate to a charity of a call. This year it was the Third Good Marshall College Fund, which helps support um HBCUs and students attending historically nope. black colleges. Um I just wanted to shed light on the fact that Chad Bossman donated a hundred thousand dollars. So good on you. Black Panther. Yes. Shout out him. He has a new movie out too. Go go see that. And he also was Thurgood Marshall. <laughs> and James and, Br- Marshall. and James Brown. That and Marshall was such a good fucking movie. He was really good in James I, Brown. I I gotta say I couldn't watch that movie. What? The James Brown one. Why? I, dude, I made it like halfway through and I was just like, his accent, like the way he was speaking in the movie was just irritating me to that's no James, end. I know. I know. But it was just like, I, I can't watch this. I couldn't I couldn't give it the time of day when it came out. But. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely a, a good mo- a good moment in history as far as the uh that foundation yeah. uh, uh my sister she went to hbcu yeah and again colleges like that we need yeah we, definitely because we there's, need our own space there's a lot of african-americans really out here too that that really don't know much about their culture and i think it's because uh you know society has made it uncool to be cultured and why is that though uh, because every because everybody's all inclusive now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know they they want everybody to be so. I, I feel like society wants everybody to be so joined and connected that they are kind of forcing us to try to put down our own culture mm-hmm. because something that we may do as a culture may be offensive to another. When it really it's making us lose our culture and where we came from and things that were important to our ancestors mm. what you about to say i i was gonna say i feel like culture sells to an extent like media wise and i think that's kind of the the reformulation of it because it's just like look look at hip-hop look at that space look at the fucking basketball wives and all this shit it's just like there's an aspect of the culture that sells and it's the quote-unquote ghetto of the culture that sells well, it's that's hip-hop culture yeah it has nothing to do with african-american yeah culture. and so like <laughs> that that whole aspect is like it's it sells for the media it sells for the music business it sells for mainstream tv but like knowing your background knowing where you come from that kind of aspect of it is like we can't monetize it so let's whitewash it and push it push it away basically yeah because i'm it's like just because we're brown skin doesn't mean that we're mm-hmm. african-american you yeah. know what i mean we could be jamaican or mm-hmm. whatever have you and we have so many other countries out here losing their culture to hip-hop culture yeah you know what i mean um their their kids are so focused living in these foreign countries and they look at americans and think we're living great lives and they're so focused on trying to live like hip-hop culture that they're kind of putting their culture to the side as well in other countries and they're losing their own culture 
talk about it. Because even like with us, like with Hispanics, like if you look at some of the things that we have going on, like when you think of Hispanic television, you think of like Mundo. Exactly. Yeah. And so Sugar like, <laughs> or you think of like uh the girls who talk like this all the time, like you know, that kind of shit. Like and that's not our culture. That's what they want us to kind of be viewed as yeah. as how they want you guys to be viewed as but like you don't but that's like, like crumbs yeah that's just pe- that's just a small you're not catching shit like that's of, just yeah you know abuelita over there like making right. some tamales and like telling us about like <coughs> baby jesus and shit during christmas time like yeah you know well i i, I just uh backdoor what you were saying I, I believe all of this shit is like intertwined like hip-hop the black culture everything because hip-hop started in like the parks of new york mm-hmm. yeah it was based on like our experience and just just growing up growing up you know what york. i'm saying yeah. you know telling our story you know and the the growth of hip-hop like where it started at all of the shit that the in the 90s where they was actually trying to cancel hip-hop and the whole parental advisor fucking sticker was being placed on it because of hip hop. <laughs> that shit was so dumb too. You know what I'm I remember saying? like one of the very first like parental advisory like CDs that I ever bought was fucking uh, Eminem's Encore. Yeah. And it was like every other bad word was bleeped out. So like sometimes shit was in there, sometimes right. fuck was in there, but not like always like taken out. <laughs> so it made no fucking sense. <laughs> So I think like the growth of hip hop has definitely became this worldwide fucking billion dollar business. You know, we have influenced TV, sports, fashion. Oh, a thousand percent. The media is a structure like the music industry, television, just basically like the fashion industry. Nothing of that sort would run without african-americans at the top of it yeah you it's even a have thousand percent even down to the reporters at your local t- uh tv news stations reciting lines on hip-hop records yeah and and part of their fucking scripted um gucci owes like migos a bajillion dollars for them fucking floral shirts man <laughs> that's facts you know what i'm saying facts you know so we definitely influence the the people outside our culture it's just the fact that we don't really get the the love and the 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 respect that we deserve but the facts. beautiful thing is we just continue to do our own thing in our own bubble and people are just looking on the outside outside looking in like damn they're having a really good time right now mm. you know but it's the funny thing Paul Mooney said this, uh, and fuck Paul, Paul Mooney. Um, he said this on <laughs> Dave Chappelle's fucking Dave Chappelle show. He's like, everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. It's <laughs> fact. It's absolute you fact. Know, you know, it's like, you know, people love to engulf in our fucking style, our our swag, and, and look listen to Tyler, the creator, or Lil Wayne. But when there's something about our black struggle in the news media... We get nothing but crickets. Y'all are crybabies. Y'all yeah. y'all don't know how to handle pressure. Y'all blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, fuck sh- out of here sh- with that shit. Yes. But it's even even uh, black and brown people, minority people, mm-hmm. you know, we are big influences in the, in the United States. We make this shit run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Facts. And our culture. Talk about it. So speaking of culture and music and hip hop, um, 
fucking Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is named Best Album of the Decade. Now, this is November 22nd, 2010, mm-hmm. up until today. They named that album Best Album of the Decade. Wait, what album? My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy had uh, the song, let's, let's have a toast uh, for the douchebags. Yeah. Let's have, have a, a toast, toast for, for the assholes. Yeah. Well, I would agree with that, I guess. I The monster song. Monster. So Nicki Minaj Paul. had the best verse on yeah. that song. She ate all them dudes up. So. I'm just, uh, I don't think that is the best album of the decade. Nah. Um, I Try to read the list Listen, right now. All I can hear when you said that was the Chris Rock insert. Oh yeah, Yeezy taught me. Yeezy taught me. Yeezy taught me. <laughs> Yeezy reupholstered my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think about. And this was like during the time of uh, Amber Rose. Yeah, yeah. This was actually fresh. Okay, but off the strength of like fresh off uh the whole debacle at VMAs with Taylor Swift. Exactly. Okay, but bro, so you're saying you agree with it, but on this list is also Lemonade. Lemonade yeah. by Beyonce. Yeah, I don't think Lemonade's her best album though. But of this decade, of this decade, of this, you, they have Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. To Pimple Butterfly. To Pimple Butterfly. Ooh, Good Kid, Mad City. Good Kid, Mad City. Even Damn, Yeezus. D'Angelo, Black Messiah, Take Care by Drake, mm-hmm. Random Access by Daft Punk, Salaj, A Seat at the Table, Chance Acid Rap. Watch the, y'all got to think of the decade, though. I'm, Are we still run, run listening? Run the Jewels, uh, Rihanna, Anti, Anti, sorry. Uh, oh, I liked it, that CD a lot, too. Let's see. I think uh, you got the list. I think yeah, I'm, I'm looking at else. different ones. So for me... I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all, man. Uh, I believe... I don't need none of your Kanye hate. I'm not hating. (laughs) I don't need none of your Kanye hate. (sighs) Fuck that nigga. Uh, (laughs) Kanye, that is only one man's opinion. No, There's three people sat at this table. (laughs) Honestly, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. I believe... If they was going to do a Kanye album, they should have did Life of Pablo. That watch the throne. Period. Watch the throne is on there. That made twenty four. A uh, lord was on there. Uh, lord S- only had one good song, and that's Royals. So SZA was on there. Her control album. And SZA had three songs on there that was Gambino's good. Gambino's Awaken My Love was on there. Oh uh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Uh, Drake Take Care. Katy Perry's Teenage Dream. Cardi B, which is shockingly. First of all, Drake Take Care J. wasn't Cole? even as good as J Cole's. Uh, Forest Hill. Twenty four. 2014, yeah. Forest Hills Drive. That's, that's, that came in at 85. That was, that's but bullshit. see, that was one of my favorite CDs you right there. You know why? I a could lot, play that thing. <laughs> and you know what? A lot of people don't understand the way he released that album. Mm-hmm. He just put out a fucking paragraph and was like, I'm dropping an album this week or something like that. And literally, like, people... No, I think he said he's releasing it the day uh, after, the tomorrow, tomorrow. And, like, people lost their fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Like... It's so because a lot a of that one up to an that album. Is the there's a J. Cole album he ever put out. And then the way he was having people in that area where his he bought his that old house and he had people come to that his old house and listen to the album. Like listen to the album. Why are you at that address? That that home he grew up in. Mm-hmm. And he bought that house. Astro World came in at eighty three. Shit's garbage. I don't even right like behind Travis Scott. But Cardi, Cardi, uh, Cardi B is at number thirteen. 
Uh, <laughs> my sister loved Cardi B. Beyonce made this it is, two times on there. Lemonade and This is where I'm going to come in with my, my Adele top alternative 10. side. Uh, Mumford & Sons' Sign No More came in at 81. I, that was not a good album. That was an album that was very like important to me as a youth. Red by Taylor Swift is at number four. Channel Orange, number three. Listen, Channel Orange was not a good album. Channel Orange had a few good songs. Can we please stop sucking Frank Ocean's dick? Oh, that's what he said. Talk about it. Uh, I think Channel Orange, it's a really good album, but I don't... I think because, again, because they're going to build this whole rollout of him coming out the, the week before his album. Okay, and that's why, we, that's why we think Channel Orange was such a good album because he came it's out and really he says he on some of the songs. Like, come I didn't on. like his, his Grammy performance Half of that these year. songs, are, half of those songs. Listen, the only song I got from Channel Orange on my phone right now is Thinking About You. And the song I like is like the outro and it's like, no, I don't like that. I like the song. He's talking about a, a boy, the last song. My fingertips. And the only other song I like with Frank Ocean and it was Superpowered by Beyonce. You run my mind, Thank you. Boy. Next on Ariana Grande was uh, number eight. I'm going with it's a couple bops on there, but that CD was not straight fire neither. I'm going to go with uh, "To Pimp a Butterfly." That album has "To Pimp a Butterfly" was I Adele twenty one was a number ten. But for me, the best Kendrick Lamar album was the one that were, where none of the songs had names. Okay, so whether or not this your album is on this list, with what is your your number one album for you personally of the decade uh i'm gonna be honest with you uh to pin butterfly i bought four copies of that album when it dropped jesus christ i gave them out to black dudes that i felt like they needed to hear that album especially at a time where we was at in america you know obama was still in office but it just felt like it was like a like look at the fucking cover yeah that cover is fucking amazing mm-hmm I think mine would be Drake's... Um, Take Care? Nah, nothing was the same. That was a really good album. It's, it didn't make the list, but Take Care is definitely... It, it, that album influenced a lot of uh, new artists. Take Care. Mm-hmm. First of all... In- introduced us to Weekend. Yeah. First of all, listen. Until Drake admits that Party Next Door writes all these songs, I can't put them on the top of no list. Yeah. Cause let's let's just be honest. Listen to Party Next Door. Listen to Drake songs. Drake signed them for a reason. Cause he writes all his songs. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I'm I'm gonna throw one out of left field. I guess. Um, I'm gonna say an album that came out this past year. Um. Wow. I just fucking blanked. Like hardcore. It's the uh, the new 1975 album. That's your album of the decade? Yeah. Whoa. It is. It's there's so much like shit on it that's just like it's it's important. Yeah. It's important. There's to go through drug addiction, to go through the fucking bullshit of our politics, to go through attempted committing suicide just from start to finish, to finding the love of your life, to admitting that you're not enough for that person and being okay if they don't love you enough like there's just so much on that album that's so good um and i'm looking forward to their new album that's coming out next year just to see like what the continuation of it is yeah yeah it's a pimp butterfly just this like just this this fucking album like 
it's called to pimp a butterfly but originally i believe it was called it's supposed to be called tupac mm. to pimp a caterpillar but then he changed it to pimp a butterfly at the last minute and obviously if you listen to that album he actually is interviewing tupac at the end if you go back and listen to it he's in, in interviewing him and then he's tupac just goes away and he's saying tupac like and it just stops the whole album is fucking amazing king kunta this dick ain't free wesley theory if these walls can talk the black of the berry i i love myself black of the berry is such a good fucking song there was like a month straight at the beginning of 2017 that i listened to that song like the the beginning of 2018 that i listened to that song for like a whole month on my way to work I'm I'm sorry. I like Good Kid, Mad City, and that was made the list. But I, I just listen. Like I said, the one. What's the name of the damn CD? It don't got none of the songs got names on them. Alicia Keys son actually produced one of the songs. Six year old Alicia Keys son. Um, oh, um, for Kendrick. Yeah. Oh. It's like the demos. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 that that was it's the like de- 2008. That was a, yeah that was the de- yeah that was the demos of To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. The, the songs that didn't make uh To Pimp a Butterfly. That was the best album. Honestly, I I vibe that. I bought that album. I bought that album. It was yeah, a really it yeah, it was a really good album. It was a really good album. Um I feel like for mine, I know like it's it's very yeah. It's called Untitled or Master. Untitled, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought that album because a lot of those songs he performed like on the uh, like a late night television, like like those songs that he performed was mm-hmm. fucking amazing. In the, his Grammy performance, when he was walking in a chain gang like in prison uniform, and dude, yes, that shit gave me chills. You know what I'm saying? Like the the Miles Davis sample that Terrence Martin was uh, on the saxophone with. That fucking performance is amazing. I, 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 to me, to Pimple Butterfly is is going to live on forever in my eyes. So, and then second for me would be Taylor Swift Red. <laughs> when I'm alone, I'm just fucking with y'all. But if you're listening, uh, shoot how us. Long, how are we in here? Yeah, we what, about what an hour. We about to wrap up. Uh, if you listening to this podcast, let us know what's your album of the decade. Because I kind of want to ask you guys something regarding Taylor Swift. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I don't know if you guys heard this whole debacle that's going on between her and uh, Justin Bieber's like manager. Oh, that's Scooter been going Brown. on all year. Selling her songs and stuff. Yeah, well, he yeah. bought his. He, he's a smart he, man. He so bought he his bought catalog. her masters yeah, from ca- her uh, her previous record company, uh, Big Machine Records, or whatever. And tonight, I believe she performed her tribute performance on uh, the AMAs. Yeah. But like. How do you guys feel regarding that? Like, for me personally, like, not, I don't, obviously, we're not the people in the room regarding it, but like, the information that was brought forth from Big Machine Records, her previous record label, and Scrooge Braun, and then her side of it, it just seemed to me like there was an opportunity missed regarding, exactly. like, her buying her own masters she just yeah. she dropped she dropped the ball because like i don't know what her fucking net worth is but i'm pretty sure her masters were up for like 300 million and i feel like taylor swift is worth way he, more he than probably that got a bet he probably got a good deal for it and he my, was able to get get them the money right away my thing is she's acting like a victim about it and that's what i'm saying the optics and of it it's like this this big-headed uh, sc- uh, scooter came in and took advantage of this 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 young woman mm-hmm. but he really didn't he just bought good music talk about it and my, my thing is and it, it's not even good, good music good music to who he just <laughs> bought like 
music that these kids are listening to. He, it, it, he bought the rights to it because let's let's just be real. If we come out with any other Disney anything or anything like that, those are songs that's going to be played on there. that are going to be played on kids' <laughs> movies or or teenagers' movies and stuff yeah. like that. So it's just like he. T- Took an opportunity. That's, that's just like if somebody had the masters of Michael Jackson's songs and they got them up for sale. Yeah, that's what that's what Mike did. I'm when, gonna buy that's them what Mike did when uh, Beatles yeah. uh, catalog was available. Yep, he bought that shit. Mm-hmm. And guess who owned that shit now? Janet Jackson. You she, know what I'm saying? He left it all to her. Yep. It's just you. She had the like via a, Google. Yeah. Taylor Swift's estimated net worth is 360 million. Uh, what I know is that her masters went up for 300. I feel like you could have made a lot of money coming back from that real quick. Her yeah, net worth her is that. Net worth but is she doesn't that. have She's that. She doesn't have 300. I definitely feel like there could have been something done regarding if she really wanted it, she could have had it. She could need to stop acting like a victim. I feel like she, I heard somebody ask her, does she uh forgive these people who did this to her? And also about the whole Kanye thing, she was like, "No, I I don't forgive them. They took advantage of me." I felt like this is karma. She played victim with that whole Kanye West shit, and this is what's bitter in ass. To, in my eyes, yeah, Kanye West did a fucked up, uh, fucked but you up. Still situation. let him use you in, um, <laughs> yeah, in the video, in his video. You still let him use your name on the uh, Life of Pablo. Album. And there was a recording that came out, by the way, where she was on the phone with one of them. Yeah, because she was like, okay, like with that it. was that was the transition <laughs> into her reputation era or whatever. As far as I remember, it was regarding like that. There was, like, a thing where Kim Kardashian had tweeted out, like, Happy National Snake Day. And then, like, later in that same day is when all... Okay, we're back. Ladies and gents, uh, the batteries uh, died out on us <laughs> in mid-conversation <laughs> of the Taylor Swift uh, debacle. statement. Debacle. Yeah. But you were saying um, the recordings. Yeah, so I, I believe, if I remember correctly how that went down, because that was a few years ago, it was Kim Kardashian had posted, like, a tweet regarding, like, Happy, Happy National Snake, Snake Day. Day. yeah. And then everybody was like, ooh, what the fuck's happening? And then, like, right after that, she got on her Snapchat and she started posting a bunch of videos from... Um, like a studio session with Kanye basically on the phone with Taylor mm-hmm. discussing like that whole song and how it was going to be approached and her basically being okay with it. And then from there it turned into the whole setup for her following album after that. That Do you believe like they were all in cahoots for that shit? I, I don't know. I like Kanye. Yeah. You can use my likeness in your album or your video you know but what i'm going to do is backdoor and attack you or say something or you know what i'm saying i don't know too much regarding the likeness of her in the video like what the understanding of that was i just if i i think regarding like the lyric itself of uh i made that bitch famous or whatever but the video though did you see the video oh yeah i watched the video yeah when that came out that shit was wild no that shit is scary that, vi- that video is like scary. What I want to know is what happens to those dolls after, bro? Like, where do they go? Who and has he, those? And they were like, have y'all? Did, did y'all he just s- ship it to her? Did y'all see that video where it was just like they did like a slow pan across? Mm-hmm. Scary ass video. Yep. Fucking scary. But again, where That's do those go? Who has those? They went to the wax museum. Yeah. But um, no, like, I think in that whole area it was just like she 
because I remember her posting because I was like literally like the number one trending topic on Twitter. That was the shit that was all over fucking Instagram where it was like Taylor Swift, Kanye West, Kim Kardashian. And it was just like she was so upset because he referred to her as a bitch. And that was never clarified to her when they spoke on that phone call. Like that was her biggest thing was that she was never it was never clarified to her that he was going to refer to her as a bitch and that he was going to basically take credit for making her famous <laughs> and like he did though <laughs> <laughs> and and so like that was like a reoccurring thing in her like self defense was that I didn't work this hard for him to take credit for it I shouldn't be demeaned in being called a bitch like so excuse me so i i don't know i just feel like in this aspect of it like scooter braun released a statement the other day regarding like the uh death threats and violence that has been basically like put onto his people regarding this whole situation right and it's just like in it he made like a statement saying uh that his lawyers had reached out to her lawyers and she was directly notified regarding like the death threats and the security measures and things that are going into effect because of this whole thing regarding her fans and shit. Mm -hmm. And she has made no comment or anything regarding that. And I think that definitely shows a side as well. Like I, I know I've said it before, like I personally Taylor Swift doesn't give me good vibes. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She never gave me good vibes. Her music's all right. Like she, ne she don't get no love in my car. Or my headphones, no, or my phone. Mine. I never was like, "Oh shit, put on that new Taylor." <laughs> 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 to me, 1989 was her best album, and that's basically where it ended. All right. But well, before we get out, you have any questions? Holidays coming up. Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe yeah. out there on Black Friday. Treat Don't people with kindness, bro. Treat people with kindness, and take that anger somewhere else, and live your life, and just. Eat your vegetables. Yes. Oh, <laughs> eat your vegetables and steam your vegetables, if you know what I mean. Put some cheese on that shit. Hey, uh, Queen and Slim comes out this this Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's a movie. Yeah, comes yeah. Out Wednesday, actually. Wednesday, Wednesday. So y'all go check that out. Support it. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to see it this Thursday. Yes, so, the three of us. No, I have a date. What? I don't play us like that. Excuse me, I have been on, hear no, that so on this radio. This podcast is about to go into a whole second ass episode because I was under the understanding that all of we us were going, going to this together. movie. When did we did we talk about it? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Definitely. Hey, this has been another episode of We're Up Podcast. This has been another episode of Don being his sack of shit. <laughs> yeah, come come with me. On your on date? On a date? So we can be the third wheel and Technically, fourth wheel? Yeah. We need four wheels to drive. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> he said, ow, like you really did it. <laughs> no, no. I can see with y'all that Friday. Or you can see it with us on Thanksgiving <laughs> like you were supposed to. Trash. I just want everybody to know that I asked this man, we should go see this movie a long ass time ago. And Ro literally asked me a week ago, was like, hey, you down to see this movie with me and Dom? Yes, fam, I am. So what should I do? Go on your date still a sack of shit though no okay so Fact. won't we just do can't we should go all do that triple date thing <laughs> triple date yeah remember oh you wasn't here we was gonna do that whole day was gonna take over our i tender. never sent day my recommendation i know i have men. not i'm not i have not but uh god is good because <laughs> i've been blessed with the 
You've been blessed with a date to a fucking movie that you were supposed to see with us. <laughs> How about this? I go on a date on Thursday. To be fair, though, like I got to work on Thanksgiving. Me too. I, I was actually going to work some uh, OT uh, probably from like 2 to 6 that day. I don't think my ass wants to go to a movie after all that because I know that day is going to fucking suck. Well, I got I got a surprise for y'all because I'm going <laughs> on that date. You paying me to not come to work that day? Okay. Ha ha. Uh... I'm going to be bringing in carrot cake, vegan carrot cake. <laughs> so enthusiastic about that. Tom thought he just gave us a million dollars. He was so proud of himself. He said, bitch, I got the carrot cake. <laughs> the fact that you was like, huh? <laughs> it was like, nobody want that damn cake. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Damn. I was like, it couldn't have just been a cake. Damn. It got to be a vegan carrot cake. Nah, but y'all <laughs> tried it, though. We did. I did. Was it the good? The last time we brought it. Oh. I don't, honestly, I don't remember because it was so long ago, but okay. I remember You're not even it. rocking. <laughs> She's like, get that bullshit out of my face. All right. <laughs> She oh, said it's Thanksgiving. She said it's Thanksgiving. You already ruined my fucking day by telling me we're not going to this movie together. And now you're trying to bring a vegan carrot cake to me. Fuck you, Dom. <laughs> All right. I got another option. I'll tell y'all off. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Uh, before we go, y'all have anything to say? No. All right. Uh, I miss you all. I was glad we're all together. Shut again. up, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> In the hole right now. I'm being nice and being sweet. You live under the doghouse. All right. This is episode <laughs> 20. We catch y'all later. Peace. <laughs>